Hey there, ladies and germs. Welcome to I Like Your Style with Elder Bryson. We are here with uh, Dean from Before the King. He's the singer. They're from Sydney, Australia. And they are uh, the self-proclaimed best opening band in the world, uniting uh, indie punks and uh, punk darlings. Uh, did I totally butcher that or did I get that right? You didn't totally butcher it, but I wouldn't say you got it right either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck. Um, so uh, tell us tell us about the band. Where did you come from? What's the origin story? Uh... The origin story, I'm afraid, is, is not so exciting. I was in another band. That band dissolved, and I was like, well, who can I be in a band with? And so I assembled my dream team of people in my high school to be in a band with all my best friends and the best musician friends. And we just started, and it, the chemistry was so obvious that we were like, we would be dumb to not continue this. That's as good an origin story of any man. Like some people, <laughs> some people. Like I, I talked to a lot of solo acts, so you know, it's just like, well, I was sitting in my room and I didn't have anything better to do, and so I picked up my guitar, and there we are, you know. So you know, like it, that kind of chemistry is, you know, it's important. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, Dean, what's one thing that you wish you knew when you started your music career? One, uh, that's such a great question. One thing that I wish I knew was how much it takes, how much like work you need to put in, how much you need to know. I think I was pretty naive at the beginning. I, I didn't really understand how somebody went from wanting to do it to being at the level where they are doing it. I didn't understand. I didn't even know what a guitar pedal was at that stage. Oh, so, yeah. No, I remember when yeah. I started my first band, I was a bass player, and I had no idea. I was playing through my little 15-watt Dan Electro amp trying to clear drums, and it was not even possible. I'm like, why isn't it loud enough? So, <laughs> right on. Yeah. So uh, yeah. as far as like uh, like rock and roll, what does the phrase sex, drugs, and rock and roll mean to you? What does sex, drugs, and rock and roll mean to me? Wow, that is an interesting question as well. Um, I think sex, drugs, and rock and roll, like the three vices of human nature. <laughs> sex is, obviously, we know what sex is. Drugs is like, well, you know what drugs is. I don't need to explain either of those. And rock and roll fits into that with just another dangerous um, hedonistic vice, I guess. <laughs> I'm about it, man. Yeah. Um, on a scale of one to ten, how weird are you? I would say I would say like a six. Like a six? I can, what about I, you? Uh, me? I don't know. I mean, people tell me I'm like a three. Sometimes I feel like a seven. So I'm sure it's somewhere in the middle. Uh, is three is three like more weird or less weird? I don't know. Maybe maybe I, I got the scale I, the wrong way. I feel like three is less weird, and ten like ten would be the the weirdest, you know, and then one would be the least weird. Yeah. Okay. Then I, then I'll, I'll stick with a six. I reckon. All right, we'll go with it. Uh, so, if you're a six, who's who's the weirdest one in the band? Oh, uh, definitely our bassist. Right, on. he's what? a weird, weird head. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 where are we talking about? What's what? What makes him weird? What makes him weird? Yeah, he has the just the most specific energy of anyone I've ever met. In a way that, like, you, you meet him and you're like, I can't describe it, but. I felt something that I haven't felt around any other person. 
that have been around. Fuck yeah, I'm about um, it. Very so- specific mannerisms, ways of speech. That you're just like a what? <laughs> but not in a bad way. <laughs> right, obviously. Otherwise, you know, you wouldn't be in a band with him if it was in a band. Or maybe you would. I don't know if he's that good. But uh, yeah. so what have you been listening to lately that's been inspiring to you? Um, what have I listened to lately? Um, very recently, I've been listening to AM, the Arctic Monkeys album. I had a revelation about that album recently that really sort of opened it up for me. I was never a huge fan of it. Um, but I realized that it's just a pop album, like perfectly dressed up as a rock and roll album in the same way that we were just talking about rock and roll as that hedonistic vice. And as soon as I realized that it was just making rock and roll redigestible to a popular audience, I like all of a sudden was able to really appreciate that album. Yeah, no, you totally nailed it. Cause I can, I can see that. Like that's been one of my favorite albums for years, but, uh, yeah, I can totally see just thinking like, uh, fuck though. This is like, a, like girls like this album. What the hell? But, <laughs> yeah. yeah but I, that, that, it was so, such an intentional decision to make an album that could achieve that, you know, and right. I, like have just mad respect for them for that. Oh yeah, no, it's fucking great. And then they came out with like an almost freeform jazz album, which I also love. But <laughs> do, you, do you like that album? Uh, AM or uh, Tranquility Base? Tranquility Base. I love it, man. Freaking the Ultra Cheese is my jam. But uh, oh, I, yeah. know, I, I know like nobody else does. Like people, most people gave it like one listen, and you know that was it. They're like, okay, I've heard that. Moving on. Now yeah. every once in a while. It like comes onto my Spotify feed and I get really excited about it. And I think I'm like one of three people. <laughs> I'm one of the other three. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's what I'm about. No man, the, the freaking like piano parts and the ridiculous lyrics. It's a, it's a great, it's a yeah. great album. Really. I really, really actually like that album a lot. So I'm glad that I found another person who agrees with me. <laughs> Uh, like my buddy who like t- introduced me to that album was like he's like because he's like a huge Arctic Monkeys fan before I ever got into him like he like was getting me all stoked on it and then like he bought it on vinyl before it even came out and he played it once and he's like eh I'm like what really I don't you like spent all this time like hyping up how excited you were about this <laughs> album and like yeah like eh, eh. okay, okay. <laughs> um, what has been your biggest failure as a musician and what did you learn from it my biggest failure as a musician um that's a tough question <laughs> i think we have lots of little failures so it's hard to think of one that really jumps to mind um i would say my biggest failure as a musician was was a mindset that i kept for a long time and that mindset was like you you got to be a purist, you know, like you can't study music. You, you can't know the theory. You just got to do it and feel it, man. Like pure feeling. And on, I, I think that now with age, with age, I'm 22, but like <laughs> with being a tiny bit older, I'm, I'm able to see that actually how flawed that mindset was and like how much, how much value there is to, to knowing and understanding music. And it was something that I actively, didn't do so now I have a lot of catching up to do because of that and I think that was a pretty big failure and I think the thing I learned from that was just don't be such a dick (laughs) just just be (laughs) open-minded 
I, I can appreciate yeah. that a, a bunch because I had the opposite problem. I, I was in jazz band in college. I took all, I majored in music theory. Like it, it's what I was all about. And I learned, I, I got lucky where I didn't learn too much to where I fucked myself, you know, cause like all these other guys that I know that have like the education I do, they like the music they write is like eight part mandalas where like every part's in a different time signature and it's beautiful and it's really difficult and really impressive and no one's ever going to fucking listen to it. Um, <laughs> so you, you can dig yourself into a hole too with music theory, but like, I respect that because it's important to know just enough so that you know how to break the rules. And I, I feel like that's important. Um, Cause otherwise breaking the rules isn't really significant if you just don't understand why you're doing it. Exactly. You know, and I mean, you can say that about anything, you know, you can be, you know, the rebellious guy who throws the brick through the Starbucks window. But if there's no reasoning behind it, you're just doing it to be a dick. Then what's the point? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's a funny example, but I agree. (laughs) I don't know where it came from. (laughs) But uh, definitely haven't thrown any bricks through Starbucks windows, have you? No, no. But I I am a pig against me fan. Um So, uh, what advice would you give to someone aspiring to be a musician? Um, well, practice and learn everything you can about being a musician. Find out how all your favorite bands and musicians got as good as they got, because it's, it is achievable. It is really difficult and talent does make it easier, but it's not impossible. It just takes heaps of work. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I've, I've interviewed a shitload of bands and musicians on here, and you're the first person to ever say fucking practice, and that means so much to me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, what are those guys doing? I, I, I don't know. They're, they're practicing. They're all very they're all very good. Don't get me wrong, but that's not the advice that anyone's given. Like the first piece of advice is usually like believe in yourself or shit like you know like stuff like that. And I respect all of it, but like practice is the one that not nearly yeah. like I don't practice nearly enough, and I know that I should, but you know it is what it is. Um, <laughs> on a on a good week. Um, we'll practice five times. We'll practice five times, three hour rehearsals generally. Fuck yeah. Your, your guys live yeah. show has got to be great. Now you only have one song up on, on the, on Spotify that I can see. Is there, uh, is there an album coming or is there stuff coming or what's the, yeah. uh, what's the plan? There, there is an album coming. There is an album coming. We have about, we're going to release another single very soon. We just got the mixes back yesterday. So we're going to start putting in, into play out the, the putting things into motion, working up to releasing one single, then another single, then an EP, then a single, and then our album, which we're really stoked to release. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm stoked for you guys. But on top of that, like that's, that's a, that's a great release strategy, but ah, shit, I lost my train of thought on that one, but <laughs> no, uh, no, no, you, you guys, if you're practicing that fucking much, you're going to have the best fucking live show. Um, <laughs> like it's, it's so nice to see a band that's that tight. Like it's, it's not a common thing and uh, with independent musicians. Oh, thank you. Well, we, we worked really hard on our live show and we worked really hard on trying to make it an experience. And so it was like, yeah, you had to see us live to experience it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So we, yeah, I, that we we did. We really wanted to 
put it in. I hope I hope you get to see it one day, man. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like see, see you know, you, either I'm on tour it. in Australia, you guys are in tour in the states. Either way, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so who are the three people that have been the most influential to you? Like that I've known personally? Or Whatever. Just... To interpret that however you like, that you've known personally, musicians, actors, presidents, prime ministers, porn stars, whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, there's these three porn stars. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I would say I'll put number one on that list be Bob Marley. All right. Because he was the musician that, when I was really young, was like six old, that like put me onto the track to be a musician. Hell yeah! And just loving his energy, his positivity, it was just put me on a good path for life. I think. Um, number two would probably be my dad, because he's the one who showed me. <laughs> I just like Bob Marley and stuff. And number three. I would, I would I'm, I'm struggling to think I'll give it to, to, I think I'll, I think I'll give it to Alex Turner from the Arctic Monkeys because I remember listening to that first album when I was like 17 and being like, I could do this. <laughs> I could be just as good as the Arctic Monkeys. Oh, the naivety of that young lad. But oh, yeah. No, I remember That's the first time I uh, I tried to cover an Arctic Monkeys song. It was like this this song sounds like an easy thing to. No, it was not. <laughs> yeah, it's a quite deceptively challenging. For sure. <laughs> no, yeah. that's a that's a solid list though. Bob Marley, your dad, and and Alex Turner. I can get behind that. I, I would want to hang out with the, those people, <laughs> like together as a group. Sounds like sounds like an entertaining time, right? I would say so. Okay. So, uh, where where can our listeners con- uh, connect with you guys online? Like, where where's your like hub of like go here, find us? We spend the most time um, on our Instagram. Um, so, if you use Instagram, then I would say follow us at Before the King Band. Um, Facebook as well. We're on which we which we post on and and. I mean, to listen to our music, Spotify would be the place, best place. Unless you have Apple Music, in which case, Apple Music as well. Or Deezer or any of those, I think. We yeah, everyone's all on all of them at this point. But, you know, if, you're, if your, main, yeah. your main spot of, like, where you live is Instagram, then let's, let's go with that because I love Instagram. It's such a, it's such a great yeah. platform. I mean, they're taking I, everything it, over, but, you know. <laughs> but it looks pretty so. oh yeah no it looks gorgeous right and you know yeah. you, there's way less uh there's way less fighting than there is on twitter and instagram which is huge yeah <laughs> yeah twitter, twitter's all just straight opinion right and instagram is all straight aesthetic so yep exactly <laughs> made my pick <laughs> i'm about it all right so here we have uh i'm gonna go and play uh, low expectations from before the king for y'all real quick enjoy awesome thanks for having me Let me set the stage I'm freshly out my 
killer track man like i love it it's got the, all that sarcastic energy that i love in music <laughs> oh then you'll love the next one fuck yeah um so tell us a little bit about the production of that uh of that track like did, did what did you go to the studio where'd you go who recorded all that fun stuff yeah so we went to a studio called brain studios which is a, a great rock and like heavy music studio um, near to us in a place called Newtown and that we worked with the engineer producer there his name's Clay and that guy is brutal like he's so cutting we 
had only ever been given compliments about how good we were. And he was like, you guys don't know shit. (laughs) 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 So he like, like really slapped us into shape and like really brought the best out of us. Um, And all of this was done. All that track was done actually like track by track recorded into the computer and all the new tracks we did. We went back there for the most recent recording session and we decided to do it all live that time. So we'll see how it comes out differently. Nice. Yeah. I'm about it. Um, so what was the, the moment, the, the, the exact second that you knew you wanted to be a musician? I think that there was an, always an undercurrent in my life of knowing that I wanted to be a musician, but never really admitting it. And the moment that I admitted it, was I, I woke up one morning and I was, I was, I was young. I was like 14 and I was just like thinking about being interviewed for writing songs or whatever. And it was something I used to do all the time, like without consciously thinking about it. And I was like, well, if I'm thinking about it, then clearly that's just what I want to do. And so from there on, it's just. Been, well, you're lucky to get yeah. that clarity, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I know like a lot of people I'm learning don't have that sort of clear vision of what they want to do. Yeah, no, it, it took me, for, I'm way too old to be starting a career in music, but you know, here I am, you know, other people have done it older than me, so I'm not if that. idols can do it then. Right, yeah, exactly. If if Idols fits in the tantrum, LCD sound system, Motorhead, and there's, I've got a long list of people who were older than me yeah. and they got started, and you know, then yeah, sure, fuck it. But um, what's your favorite curse word? My favorite curse word? Yeah. As an Australian, I have to say cunt. Yes. It's like part of the national language. It's such a good word. Like Americans won't use it. Like, or I mean, uh, you know, yeah. North Americans won't use it. I'm sure that the you know, Portuguese or Spanish equivalents used all the time. Uh, yeah. but yeah. My experience with North Americans is that they're super uptight about that word. Yeah, no, I love it. It's fucking Yeah, great. everyone's a cunt. Your mom's a cunt. Like, oh, yeah. that guy's a sick cunt. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I, I always sign emails like, see you next Tuesday, right? And then when people get it, they, like, <laughs> laugh and get really uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I love asking singers this one because it's you know it's, it's always a it's always a fun response that I get. But what's your favorite piece of music gear? Piece of music gear that I own? Yeah, that you own or that you've used? Uh, um, probably there's a guitar pedal called a a rat, and the Arctic Monkeys use it heaps. It's like this sick distortion fuzz pedal. And you, you basically put it on and instantly sound like you're playing an early Arctic Monkey song. I reckon that's my favorite. Yeah, no, that's a that's a fun pedal. Uh, yeah, Arctic Monkey. You know that? I do. I'm very familiar. I, I know Tom York used to use it a bunch too. Um, oh really? Yeah. Uh, cool. There's a. I actually recently talked my friend out of buying one the other day. I talked him into getting a big muff instead, and now I'm maybe regretting that decision. But no, it fits his playing style <laughs> more. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he was way better off getting the big muff. Either way, sure. don't tell him. All right, yeah. No, I don't. Th- I don't know if he Good listens to this or not. Uncle. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, you're 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 flying. You're on tour. You know, you're in your big. You know, 
private jet that you guys have, right? And it's full of full of records, and it crashes. You only have time to save three to play on your little coconut-powered uh, radio that you have on the island. You're going to be stuck on for the next couple of years before they find you. What three albums do you grab? Oh, that's so the Desert Island three. Um, I think I, I know the answer, but I can't think of the third one. It's the only one I don't know. So I've got Dark Side of the Moon in there. Has to be. Um, is this it by the Strokes? And maybe something like heaps different, like like Good Kid, Mad City, or something. I'm about it. That's a good list. That's a that's a varied list. So you won't get bored. Like once you get bored of one record, you can switch to something else. It'll be totally different. That's so, that's, yeah. that's solid choices there. Um, so. What do you typically like to write about lyrically? Um, in the band, it's different to what I do when I'm by myself. When I'm by myself, I generally write um, based on things that I feel like I need to express. But in the band, because all the writing that we do is together in the room, um, it's very sort of intuitive. It's whatever words I feel like fit the music that I'm hearing, like how the music makes me feel and trying to translate that into, into language. And generally what I find is even if the words don't make sense, like it's the right fit just because it was there in the room. Oh yeah. I can, I can get behind that. Yeah. So, so do you have like, do you have your own solo stuff that you're, that you write and have out there or is that just for you? Uh, that's that's sort of just just for me, just to sort of exercise that muscle. Hey. Sometimes I I might bring a song or two to the band, but that's just sort of to keep myself sharp, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, what what drives you guys? Like, as, a, as a, or maybe just you? Like, what what makes what's your goal? What what do you want to get out of this whole thing? I look at the people who like. I don't know, insert band here and I just see them and I go I just want to live that life like I just want that to be my life <laughs> like I, I we love music so much that we just want it to be the center of our being so yeah no I can get behind that I mean you know you, you say insert band here but then I think of people like you know Amy Winehouse and uh and Elliot Smith and like maybe I don't want their life but I, I mostly know exactly what you're saying. Uh, so what's uh, what's one unpopular opinion that you have that you know is right, but everyone else says that you're you're wrong? One unpopular opinion. Um, this Good. one is is kind of you. You probably won't see why it's an unpopular opinion, but amongst my circle of people, Kings of Leon is an incredible band. Nobody gives them the time of day. Everyone just goes, oh, sex on fire band. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. They're geniuses. <laughs> Are that because I'm I'm in that boat of sex, and I don't even like sex on fire. Like I'm like that that whole song has two notes to the guitar part. Uh, so what yeah. what am I missing here? <laughs> what are you missing? Have you listened to like their early stuff at all? No, no. I, I, I the two songs I've heard I hate so much that I've refused to delve oh. further. The attitude on those people when they were young, like the the swagger, the charisma, and his voice is just next level. Like, 
I, the first time I heard a Kings of Leon song, I thought I was listening to a weathered old black man from the deep south. And it was this like cornbread white kid with a mustache. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll give some of the earlier stuff a check because the, the more popular radio songs that I've heard have just been like, nope, pass, not for me. Yeah. But do, you, do yourself a favor. Listen to that first album. Okay, you know what? I, fuck it. I've, you're like the third person to tell me that, so you know what? I, I will. Why not? What do I have to lose? Um, yeah. <laughs> so, what, what's a common myth about me as a musician? Like, when you tell people that you're a musician, what do you think that they think of you that's totally not true? It's hmm, a good question. Although I don't know if I have a good answer for it. I don't think I've encountered any encountered <laughs> any stereotypes. I know there's stereotypes for singers. Does that count? Yeah, that totally like, counts. It's like all absolute drama queens, which is completely true. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, what are you guys hoping to accomplish in the years to come? Like, what are your what are your, uh, what are your short and long term goals for the band? Short term goals. We just want to release music that. Well, this is also a long-term goal. Long-term goal, we want to just release music that we enjoy and that other people enjoy and always sort of walk that line of this is just so enjoyable. And we we have our sights set on Glastonbury. That's a dream for us to play Glastonbury. Although who knows what will happen with international travel these days. And short-term goal is just to have a really successful release of our next few singles and our first album. Oh yeah, I'm about it. Yeah, I mean Glastonbury, that's a solid goal. Like I love watching Glastonbury videos on live, like the performances. Uh they they re released that David Bowie in two thousand two from Glastonbury not that long mm-hmm. ago and just fucking blew me totally. away. Uh but um brilliant. yeah, absolutely brilliant. But uh yeah, I hope Glastonbury even happens again with the way things are going, like <laughs> Yeah, likewise. Oh, Uncertain man. times, unfortunately. Yeah, it's 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 really unfortunate because like I work in uh, I work in uh, my my paying gig is uh, I do like audio and lighting for concerts. And my last uh, job, I was working on the Tame Impala tour, and it got canceled two days in, and uh-huh. that's the last that time sucks, I worked. So man. yeah, <laughs> super frustrating. So that would have been also such a good show. Oh man, it was. But the uh, I was I was doing I was doing lighting, and it was such a <laughs> there was so much to do. Like it was it was like twenty seven hours straight to set up and tear down the show. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. It was there was they had yeah. lights just going all the way across the arena, behind the video screens, you know, yeah, like there was sure not all a pe- sorts of lights as well. Oh yeah. If there wasn't somebody standing on the stage somewhere or their amp or something or their drum kit, there was a light there. Like it was nuts. <laughs> uh, it was a lot of fun to do, but oh man, I was fucking exhausted by the yeah. end of it. Did and you then, get to did you get to meet the band at all? I did not know, but I got a cool T-shirt. So you know that you know that says I was part of the crew. You know, Tame Impala on it. You know, it's fun. Um, yeah, but uh, so if you were me, are there uh, what question would you ask that I that I didn't ask you? Can I? <laughs> I was gonna say. So I was gonna say. Can I hear one of the new songs? But I can't do that, <laughs> unfortunately. That's okay. Um, yeah, I would love to hear one of the new songs, but I, I know, like, 
the recording quality, not not that great either. But also, you know, it's a, that's a band decision, blah blah. But yeah, yeah. tell okay. So just tell us about the new song. Tell us. Uh, well, I, we can't play it. Obviously, we don't have that. I mean, we have the technology, mm-hmm. but you know, whatever. Uh, t- just tell us about it. Tell us what's <laughs> it called. When, it. No, no. Just tell us about tell us about the song. What's it called? When's it come out? All that fun stuff. It's called Argentina, Ooh. and it's gonna come out in about a month's time. And it is about my love of Argentina. I can get behind that. I I love Argentina too. Like twenty percent of the people who listen to my music are from Argentina, and you know I, I love that country. Really? So yeah, it's it's. I don't know where that came from. I don't know how it happened, but you know I've got a really large listener base in Argentina, and I can't explain it, but I'm really yeah, grateful for it. Argentina. Yeah. Hey. So awesome. Well, this has been before the King. We're really stoked to have you go ahead. And uh, if you get a chance, send me a pre-save link for the, for the new single when you have it. And I'll, I'll be for sure to jump on that. And then, uh, Absolutely. well, thank you we'll so much for being on the show, on the man. Show when we release another one. Yeah, please, please uh, keep us in touch. Cause I, you guys have one single out and it, I, I want more already. Like it's, it's so good. <laughs> I, give you more. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah. Anything else? Uh, any final words? Um, thanks so much for having me. You ha- you ask great questions. A lot of fun to answer them. Well, I appreciate that, man. I, I really hope you guys do well because you guys, I mean, one song and I'm already fucking like, I love this fucking band. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much. I like your style and uh, we'll see you around. Cheers. Have a good one, brother. All right. All right cheers, you cunt. <laughs> cheers, cunt. I don't care. I think I love a man.